Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I have exciting news. <laughs> There's a word on the street. Emily is trying something new. What? I know. You mean I'm not stuck in my ways? I don't know. I still, I'm going to push back on your decision, even though you already made your decision, just because I think it's important we have a devil's advocate on today's show. Because Emily made the very gutsy decision. We've been, how long have we been using Squarespace? Since I mean, before 2015. We, yeah. So 2014. Yeah. So a while. We've been very loyal. We built our entire business on a Squarespace site. We even hired someone to build a custom Squarespace site when we grew and we thought we got too big for our britches and couldn't make it work. But P.S. We made it work. Uh huh. Well, and I've been in the camp of like wanting to prove so many people wrong that you can use Squarespace for a really big business. And we still do that like here at Boss Project. And I'm still like in team. I love Squarespace camp. Yeah. But then you started this whole product-based business and that was, I don't know. It's been a whole learning experience watching from the sidelines of not only how do you run it, but like the tools you use are obviously entirely different because you just have different day-to-day like maintenance and needs and all the things. And you called me last night and you're like, so for the last two days... (laughs) I've been secretly rebuilding my website on a new platform. What? (laughs) Yep. 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 Yeah. I decided to move to Shopify, friends. All of my e-commerce people listening and friends are messaging me like, oh, welcome. Like, finally, you're coming over here and you're doing the thing that every e-commerce person should be doing. And I don't know if I have seen the light yet. I'm still really new into the platform and program, but I would love to break down like the reasons what, like what made me finally make the switch, some features I'm looking forward to, some features that I miss, who I think Squarespace is still right for, even if you're selling products and on and on and on. So I'm only like day four into my Shopify experience, so... Yeah, so this is this is still really new, but that and that's good because I think we still need to talk about why you felt that desire and then like your initial reaction. And I'm sure we'll end up doing a follow up episode a couple months from now to see how are you actually liking it. So tell me first, what initially was like the I might need to consider other options. Was there something like tipping off point for you? Yeah. So ever since I started on Squarespace, I kind of knew in the back of my head that it probably wasn't going to be a long-term solution for e-commerce 
because there is a tipping point when just like we've done in Boss Project, where you're kind of piecemealing Squarespace together to get the information or the systems that you want in order to run a physical product-based business, like connecting third-party shipping platforms for labels and postage, email platforms that kind of work well, but aren't super intuitive for how e-commerce stuff really should be working. And you're just, you're making some sacrifices. But I also knew that Squarespace is significantly cheaper than Shopify. And you can sell products on the very inexpensive brand or plan on Squarespace. That works for a lot of people. However, I got to the point where I was on the mega advanced plan for Squarespace because I wanted abandoned cart features. I wanted certain analytics and I needed that. I had to upgrade in order to get that. I also then had to pay for Shipping Easy. That was a third-party platform for me to print labels. It connected to my Squarespace store. Since I ship over 50 orders a month, I had to start paying for that. Then I also wanted to start sending emails and Squarespace, their campaigns, I've talked about it before. It's still relatively new. They haven't been, you know, introduced honestly that long. So it's not that it's clunky, but it's really, really simple. They haven't added on a whole lot of anything to make it a little bit more seamless or a little bit more um, in depth to like tagging and sending and kind of rules on who you can send to is really, really, really simple. But in my opinion, it's really expensive <laughs> for how simple it is. The reason why I was using Squarespace campaigns is because it is built into my analytics. So I could clearly see from this email, I made this much money. And that to me was more valuable than like a prettier email or tagging functionalities. But it got to the point where Squarespace campaigns charge you for the amount of broadcast you send and how many you can send to like how many subscribers. So it's like a double tier. It's $5 for like three emails a month to like 500 people or something. Then it goes up to $10, $25 and $45. So there were points in a different month or a launch or a restock, depending on what I had going on, where I had to upgrade my email to like the $25 a month and then downgrade to 10 because I wasn't sending anymore and then upgrade... I didn't have to do that. I could just keep spending the money, but I don't like doing that. And so that part got annoying. Shopify has released Shopify emails built into their platform. It's not through a third party um, and it's free. It's free up to 2,500 subscribers, however many broadcasts you want. And it's only a dollar for each additional 1,000 subscribers after that. Wow. So. Well, it'll be interesting to see because I know there's a lot of debate out there with like picking a all-in-one service versus trying to come up with like a suite of services that you use that work together but fit more the mold that you're going for. But I, I feel like just from an outside perspective, I definitely see the benefit of having some sort of all-in-one where everything is not just integrated, but like literally part of the same system. Mm -hmm. And so you, you just have more information to run off of. And as you continue to scale, if that's something you decide to do, 
having that information is so invaluable. Right. But I don't necessarily think Shopify makes sense, at least from an outside perspective. I don't think it necessarily makes sense for many people to start there. It might be someplace you migrate. I and this is kind of one one piece where I value finance, right? I, I don't want you guys to spend a lot of money on something that's not yet proven. But I also value your time. And where do I think it's the easiest and the least expensive for you to get up and selling? You guys know we're in that camp here at Boss Project specifically with services, right? Find your MVP, get it out. If you're literally just sending people PayPal invoices, do that. Like that's fine. For products, it is a little bit different. Like part of the process of selling a product is a checkout experience and the shipping experience. And like, what do they need to know about this product and picking sizes and variants, et cetera, if you, if you offer that. So you do have to think about those pieces. Shopify is still pretty expensive and they do have a Shopify light plan. And this is what I'm not super familiar with because I knew I wanted the other features, but even their light plan includes abandoned cart where Squarespace doesn't, you do have to upgrade. You can list and sell products. You have a higher percentage of transaction fees. So you're going to lose a little bit there. Similar to Squarespace on their basic plan, it's a little bit higher transaction fees. It goes down the more money you give Squarespace. Ultimately, I was at a tipping point based on what I knew I could sell every single month, what I was paying for third-party services with my Squarespace account that switching to Shopify, even on the advanced plan or whatever plan I'm actually, I think it's just literally just called Shopify. I was saving around 300 bucks a year. And so for me, I was like, okay, this makes sense because not only am I literally saving money, but I also am going to get even more analytics and things are built in, integrated into the same thing. And there's just a couple of different features that Shopify has because they're an e-commerce platform where Squarespace is a website blogging communication platform that you can also sell on. Yeah, no, that I mean, it definitely makes sense. I think as Squarespace has gotten bigger, they've definitely tried to appeal to the e-commerce people and like they have rolled out features that I think are really valuable but I I think there's probably a volume like a volume like exchange like where if you were to hit a certain point in volume where having all those other analytics would be helpful but if you're only making a couple thousand dollars a month from your shop and like it's a side piece or it's like not your whole business you know then I don't know if I would switch, but, but it's not that you can't convince me. I'm just, <laughs> I think the designer in me struggles with, I, you gave me like a sneak preview of the back end, and it's pretty intuitive. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not WordPress 2000. Oh my God. Yeah. C- circa early t- WordPress, you know, like I yeah. remember my first site was like, well, my first site was completely hand coded. Oh my <laughs> God. But then I did have like a blogger blog spot site. Oh, I had which one is, of those too. Yep. It was just, it just sucked. Like you type and then you have to go preview it and then it doesn't mm-hmm. look anything like you thought. And then yep. you and type again. A part of Shopify. Right. Um, and that's a piece that I'm still learning where I did buy a template because I'm not a designer and I am not about to learn how to code and waste my time on that. So I bought a template. So that is money again that I like, it was $160 guys. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not the cheapest thing like in the world. 
but it was super easy to integrate. I didn't have to download anything. It automatically came up in my Shopify dashboard. It was super clear on what I could edit, how to edit, like very, very easy in the same sense that Squarespace is. The problem I'm coming to now is I want to create an additional page that isn't already included in that template. And that page, I think I have to design on a WordPress lookalike page where it's like, what is that called? That block, that text box, basically. And it's it's not great. Basically, so, you're building it blind where you don't actually right. know what it looks like until you right. hit preview. <sighs> I don't know. And I'm, so if you're offering stuff outside of products, like pages where like maybe you also offer, I don't know, courses or book, like downloadable eBooks or whatever for your people. And it's more of a sales page format or you, I mean, events, you can do a third party with Shopify and easily integrate that. I think if, if you are super used to like, oh, I have this idea and I'm just going to create this page on Squarespace and like you have your header and then a carousel and then a button that's not as easy on Shopify. Mm-hmm. So it's not as you, it's more of a like make decisions. They're a little bit more final unless you have that background. And not um, as really final, but because I obviously can see the, the benefit of this. I know someone who has a product-based business, but she also gets really distracted in the best way possible about like wanting to also offer a subscription box or this private community or this virtual coffee date thing over here. And so she has pages on pages on pages that she's developed on her Squarespace site because it is so easy to make them that don't really serve a purpose anymore, or they're not actually getting traffic or they're not really. So it's also really distracting. If you can easily whip up a page, I can see you going down the rabbit hole of like wanting to make 10,000 pages on your Squarespace site. Now that I can't do that, okay, maybe it's going to keep it simpler. I wonder if you can duplicate, though, one of the pages that's a That's what I'm trying to, to learn right now. Yeah. And so what I'm finding with, with support, um, this has kind of been a conversation we've been having over the past couple of weeks, is the support is okay. I They have 24-7 support, which is great. You can call or you can chat literally 24-7. That's awesome. Their chat, granted, right now, I know that they're extra busy because literally everyone is extra busy. My average wait has been about 30 to 40 minutes to hear back from someone on a chat. I've only had to ask twice. Um, The first time I got someone amazing. She was so knowledgeable. She was super helpful. Like she lickety split and went above and beyond service within minutes. Second person I've chatted with feel like they're brand new to the job and I'm having to explain Shopify features to this person. Then I've only been there like I've been there four days. (laughs) Right. Right. And I'm just like, um, what's happening? But they're also like their email rollout is in beta and it's not available to everyone. And so it's not working perfectly all the time. It's literally brand new. And so I'm, I'm having, I'm giving them patience and like, it's fine, but I have been able to get at least questions answered within about an hour on chat. The theme specifically, I had a question about resizing something. Now I have a question about duplicating a page. If I email them today, I do not think I'll get an answer until tomorrow afternoon. That's kind of frustrating, but it's not Shopify support. It's that theme specific support. Yeah. And I I think that kind of is dependent on where you shop themes in general. So for instance, on Squarespace, they have a ton of themes built in and you don't have to necessarily purchase a theme necessarily. But now there are a bunch of shops 
that also offer like custom templates that you can load into your account. But they also like did, they now have 7.1, which is confusing. I haven't full, like, because all of our sites were developed in 7.0. So I haven't actually played around with the new features necessarily. But the thought is like, it's now template less. And like, you can, you have more design flexibility, which sounds great in theory, but also makes it, you have to think way too hard about what you're doing most of the time. But I would say that sounds similar. And that like, if you were to reach out to somebody, you're going to have to wait 24 hours unless they're like a massive shop and that's just how they operate. But my preference would be to hear back from Shopify sooner because that's where I'm actually making sales. My template, I'm like, meh, I'm just making it pretty over here. So I understand that I have to wait. Totally, totally. Yeah, and you never really contacted support previously at Squarespace though. Uh Uh-uh, no. No, I didn't need to. So why do you feel like you had to now just because it was new, like new Yeah, I feel like if I had started using Squarespace campaigns when it was in beta, I probably would have had some questions. But because like literally the thing that's happening right now is like the email, Shopify email that's integrated in my system isn't refreshing. And so they're having to like actually show it to their tech department. So there's a bug in the system. So it's not me. It's not them. It's just a new feature that's not fully fleshed out. Totally. Gotcha. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I'll be interested to see how you like it. And yeah, uh, I want to know specifically on the analytics though, like, can you give very specific, concrete examples of things that you could view in Squarespace, but now you get more information in Shopify? Yeah. So two things that I see right off the bat, I'm sure there's going to be more and actually three things. So one of the cool things that's different. This isn't part of my three things. But when you go to Squarespace, you immediately see your website. And then you have to go into the sidebar panel, go click into your analytics or go click into inventory or, you know, customers or orders or whatever to try to like get data. If you want to know open rates, you have to go click into email campaigns and click. So it's just like going searching and finding that data and then taking that and then doing something with it. With Shopify, when I log into my dashboard, it's my dashboard and I see here's how many sales you made today and here's how many where those the, the traffic came from and your top performing product and you can search of course by day, weeks, months, any sort of time frame just like you can on Squarespace. So I like that it's the first thing I see and it's all in one place. That's a really cool feature just for ease. But some different things that didn't exist in Squarespace. One of the things that's really cool is because it's only focus on e-commerce. It's able to do this. Shopify tells me how many returning customers I have and what rate of my customers or what percentage of my customers have bought from me more than once. So that gives me information like, oh, then my email campaigns are working or, okay, my, like my referral customer loyalty is really high. What can I do with that? That just gives you different information than if you're just doing one-off sales, right? It also tells me on that dashboard, the top three to five people who are, how does it word it? It's something like these customers are most likely to buy again soon or something like that. And so they don't call themselves a quote unquote smart e-commerce platform, but that's how I've been referring to them because do you guys know like your phone or your watch or the Nest thermostat? It's a smart thermostat. It learns your behaviors and then it The Nest thermostat is a perfect example. It learns when you're home, when you're not home, adjust the temperature. It learns your preferences, adjust the temperature. Well, Shopify e-commerce learns your buyer's patterns and behaviors. And so this person bought at this time and maybe three weeks later, they bought another thing. So maybe three weeks later or four weeks later, they bought another thing. Well, Shopify is going to learn that and say, oh, it's been three weeks. This person might be ready to buy again. How about you send them a coupon code and an email and incentivize them? That's really cool. It also has that same what I'm calling smart commerce feature on their recommended products. So in Squarespace, you have to decide, okay, I have this product. 
I think other people are going to like this product. You have to make that decision. You can make it blindly or you can make it based on facts of what you've sold in the past. Then you have to tag product A and tag product B. And then when you're listing product A, you have to pointedly select, okay, now suggest product B that's tagged this. You have to make all of those decisions and do it yourself or Squarespace won't do it. With Shopify, as long as you have recommend products turned on in your shop at all, it automatically decides after learning your buyer's behavior, oh, when you sell this product, your top seller is this product, so we're going to recommend it. When you sell this product, most people go to buy this thing, so we're going to recommend it. And it decides that for you, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I think it's similar to some of the affiliate, the smart affiliate things that are out there, if that's more of the route you're going. So like for me, I'm not, I don't sell products other than I ha- we have the creative template shop, but all of those products are digital with the, the small exception of our merch, which we use a third party to print and fulfill for us. So we're not really touching shipping, but that being said, I have started incorporating more affiliate marketing into my second business. And Amazon has some interesting, smart features like that, where you could say like blog and include ads in your site, you could either choose what ads you want based on your personal preferences. Or you could turn on smart ads, which essentially is monitoring their behavior across the internet. And my guess is if they just looked at vacuum cleaners, it's going to suggest a vacuum cleaner at the bottom of your blog post, irregardless if that's the content related to what you just put out there. But I don't know, it's like a whole new frontier with the monitoring. I think people get really caught up on this just feels like such an invasion of privacy and yada, yada. I, But after learning more about what it really means, or what these things are actually doing. It's honestly improving your customer experience and you're getting like more of what you wanted anyway. You're like, I've literally yelled at my phone, show me blah, 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 (laughs) because I'm like, I can't find this thing. The internet will find it for me. So I think it's awesome that it would be completely built in into the back end of that system. Yeah, there's another cool feature that I haven't used yet because I just had to connect my account. So I'm not entirely sure of the workflow of how to utilize it. But from what I can tell, it's under the marketing section of Shopify. And there are paid and there are free options for marketing, just like you guys know, ads versus emails, right? Uh, Well, there's also a feature where if you're connecting your Facebook, for example, your Facebook profile, your Facebook business page, whatever it is that you have with your Shopify account, you can create a campaign inside your Shopify account for free and do a post to your Facebook, just like, here's these earrings, restock is open, blah, blah, blah. Say some words, put a picture and go share it to Facebook. And as long as you're doing that within this campaign that you're creating, my assumption is it's then going to track the performance of that campaign. And if anyone clicks, it's going to tell you. If anyone clicks who buys, it's going to tell you. And I'm sure some other information, right? And so then you're able to find out, oh, this post to this audience or type of content, whatever, actually converts to sales instead of making assumptions. Yeah, I think that a bit jealous of that feature. And I think one of the problems that our industry has as like course creators and 
people creating these digital products is so many of these systems were built for such a niche part of the internet that like we don't have software that talks to these big platforms and thus there's really no good to my knowledge please tell me if this exists like i want to know but like in terms of like link tracking or really watching someone's customer experience unless you have really robust high-end systems these are features that usually are only left to the big dogs like they're like you would think, oh, that's something like Macy's hat would have or Old Navy would have where they would know I posted on Facebook and I got this information back with a boss project. We can post on any platform and really the best kind of judgment we can make is we duplicate funnels and have different links and hope we kind of get an idea of what's working. But it's a shot in the dark more times than not. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated on that on how I use it and how it works. I've set up, you know, my Instagram store on Shopify so I can sell products theoretically on Instagram and a Facebook store, all that kind of stuff. So I'll definitely keep you updated on that. But as far as other conversations, so I shared this on my Instagram stories and a couple of people responded that were just like, oh, I've been thinking about making the switch too, or oh, how do you think it would work for this? So I want to kind of go over just like my opinion on best practices and you know who I think maybe it's going to work for and who it's not going to work for. There are definitely people out there who are going to prove me wrong, who are rocking it on some random platform or the opposite platform that I suggest. You do you, but this is just my opinion. So one person reached out and was like, oh, I've been thinking about switching my website too. I just don't really have a lot of activity on mine. And I, I've been kind of just considering other platforms. So I kind of asked a couple of questions. She's currently on Squarespace, which I'm like, why? Then I expected to hear like Wix or Weebly or something like that, where I'm just like, okay, literally, why are you switching? Because she specifically said, I'm not selling products. So she doesn't need to switch to something like Shopify. And so she goes, well, maybe I'll switch to WordPress. And I was like, oh my God, why? And so she shared that she eventually wants to have like a membership site and WordPress has, you know, more integrations and bigger capabilities than Squarespace, et cetera. And I just want to remind everyone that Squarespace is developing new features constantly. You, what your knowledge of Squarespace was even a year ago, but for sure two or three years ago is not the Squarespace that it is today. The amazing features that they have released, their integrations with third-party softwares and tools is truly, truly outstanding. So before you poo-poo Squarespace off, please actually go look at what their features are today and talk to some people who have a Squarespace site first, because you can absolutely run a membership site using Squarespace because we do. CreativeTemplateShop.com is hosted on Squarespace and is a membership due to member space, which connects beautifully with Squarespace. So definitely look into like new updated things that are released currently and, and don't base your assumptions off of like 2017. Well, and I'll add to that saying... Well, first of all, if you ever wanted to try member space, you can go to bossproject.com slash member space and check it out. We, we love them. And it's been great specifically with that because I think we can make so many of our own decisions and it's just like, it's just the functionality. It's not the design, you know, like we're in so much control. I don't know what I was going to say about WordPress really quick. 
I'm not saying WordPress isn't a good platform. No, no. Because their features are outstanding. And in a lot of a lot of places, they are industry standard. But I think there's a couple problems with the platform. One, it really was designed for developers in mind. Like it's it really in my mind was never really meant for like the average, the average user. No. The average user. Like if I even with my knowledge of coding, which I'm not an idiot, I'm definitely not a genius when it comes to coding, but I can like scoop my way around it. And I still get so overwhelmed and frustrated with it. Plus, a lot of these third-party plugins for WordPress can literally break your site. And I'm sure cybersecurity has gotten better, but I swore it off (laughs) completely as a, I will never use this again. And my opinion is, if you are an average person and not a developer, you're not even going to get WordPress's full capabilities because you won't know how. And so you can get more features on Squarespace or Shopify simply because it's more user-friendly. Yeah. But that was, that was a whole, that was a tangent. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> so, so are you suggesting that like for the average bear, you would still say Squarespace and then- uh, 100%. I still, in my opinion, I like proving concept first before investing in more money and more time. So find your threshold of once I sell this many products per month, or once I reach this goal of mine, okay, let's move to Shopify and like get more analytics and kind of build a more robust system. Use that. I I personally like using stuff like that as kind of like a treat. Like I've made it this far. I've reached this goal. I've done this well over here. Now let me like open up my my world a little bit to some more features and some really cool integrations. It keeps it simple. You can literally have a website up and running and get products listed within like an hour, honestly, on Squarespace and start making money. And so do the easiest thing first. If you're a product person, if you don't sell physical products, I highly encourage you to really truly look at Squarespace and see what your actual goal is. Squarespace, in my opinion, is still better for digital products, for services, and for memberships. I've kind of toyed around with the idea of do I offer some sort of like subscription box of earrings? This is a long list. Like this is a big vision thing. And if I'm staying on Shopify and if I want to integrate that into my platform, it's going to have to be a third party, just like we do with member space, but it's going to have to be something that I do a lot of research and time on to find the best solution because most subscription boxes that are made for Shopify are like subscription toilet paper or like coffee or dog food. Like it's big business stuff that you're buying on that kind of like, oh, I need this every three months kind of thing. It's marketed in in a completely different way than like, I want this subscription box once a month or whatever. I'm sure there's a third party. If you guys know of a third party app out there, you can let me know, but it's going to have to take time. Whereas with Squarespace, I feel like because there aren't a lot of options, like you can make a decision faster. Yeah. So if you don't have any design background, I would say Squarespace. But if you do have a design background and you're feeling like the, I just can't get it to look exactly the way I want. I haven't personally played with it, so I can't like vouch for it 100%. But I do have friends that I trust 
that like vouch for show it like like there's mm, no tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're not a designer, the likelihood of like you needing all of that extra is pretty low. And I will say with the exception of if you are specifically a photographer, they just have a lot more gallery options than Squarespace does. Like Squarespace is very, there's not a niche for them. Whereas like, I feel like show it has very specifically cropped up in this like small portion of the creative entrepreneur space. I I shouldn't say small. There's thousands of photographers across this country, (laughs) but yeah. So And this isn't to even nick some of these other guys. Like we were, we were just talking yesterday where it was like, oh, GoDaddy like woke up and like realized who the target market was. I went into GoDaddy.com recently. They got a major facelift. I literally texted Abby and I was like, go look at GoDaddy. It's like their granddaughter called and was like, yo, pop. I'm actually your ideal client. Can you fix this shithole of a website and branding, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know what any of their builders are like. I just, we know what we know what we know, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I still think, I want to just put like a big blanket statement across the board is I do not believe your website provider has any long-term indication on the success or failure of your business. If you're relying and looking at features to make you more successful, you're looking at the wrong stuff. No. Are there cool things that like this platform has that this other one doesn't? Yes. Is that like constantly changing? Yes. Part of the problem is like, I don't professionally build websites anymore. So like, why would I constantly be paying attention to what platform's doing what? Like, I don't need to be. And so I'm not in it. And I'm also not building new ones very often. So all of that to say. (laughs) Well, and I'm in the camp of when you like, and I had this conversation, I've shared it here too. When I did upgrade features on Squarespace to unlock abandoned cart, I had to pay extra for that. To unlock email campaigns, I had to pay extra for that. I gave myself the window of like with campaigns, you could do a free trial of sending three campaigns. With abandoned cart, you just had to upgrade your account. And then I gave myself a window of if I actually converted anyone from abandoned cart and it paid for itself, I would keep it. Um, if not, I'll downgrade my account. And I just like doing that because it's my my side business is so tiny and I can't just be the person that's like, give me the biggest account on everything and like I'll pay for all the fees. Like I can't do that. And so I am the person that's like, okay, well, if I upgrade, then I lower my transaction fees this much. So if I'm making this many sales, it saves me this much money. Like I'm still in that stage of this business. So know those things, right? And give yourself a challenge of, okay, I'll use the free trial of three emails. My goal is to sell one thing or three things or whatever's going to pay for a month or six months or a year of that email service provider and challenge yourself to do that. And then if you upgrade it for a specific feature, go monitor that feature. And if it's you know, saved an abandoned cart and you made that money back, great, let's have it. But like, I think we had a student this was many, many months ago, who talked about like, oh, I, I think I'm just paying for so much on Squarespace. I'm paying for abandoned cart. I'm paying for this. And we're like, well, is it working? Like, are you actually recapturing any of your abandoned carts? And so she went and looked and she was like, oh, 
literally no. I'm like, then stop paying for it. Like as you grow or as you shift, try it again and see, but like you don't have to pay for stuff that isn't working for you. Right. When it's not to say just because it didn't work for those three months does abandoned cart right. doesn't work. Like, no, no, no. It, there, it could be, it. <laughs> it could be that you need to improve some messaging. It could be right. that like part of the but checkout process is for free. Right. Like there's a lot c- that can be tweaked and changed. And I don't know. I'm super interested in your migration. I am excited for you because I think there's some really powerful tools that will help you kind of take it to the next level because I think you got to this place really quickly and now you're like, and now how do I grow? Yeah. You know, like hundred percent. And cause it's different when you're hand making everything you sell, mm-hmm. it's just different. Well, yeah. If you guys want to try Shopify, you guys yeah. can go check it out at bossproject.com slash Shopify. Definitely feel free to DM me on either Boss Project or my Instagram. I'm not the Shopify pro. I'm sure some of you who have been using Shopify for years are like rolling your eyes or yelling at this podcast episode right now because clearly I'm still so new in the beginning stages. But I also think that's fun. And I think it's fun to share this part of the process because just like you guys, I, I play the million questions and I ask Abby for help and I oh, hey, go look at this website and I fix typos and I'm struggling on support with Shopify and my theme. You know, it's all of the things. And so it's it's funny to be in this space again. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.